Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Justin Adams TV at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Mace is on vacation for the rest of the week, and Justin has been filling in for the last couple of days, and he'll be filling in tomorrow as well. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Doing good. Feeling good. Um it didn't start off that well. I'll put it that way earlier, though. No. Uh, you know, I was in the weight room. But so today, you know, we work out. I was in the work. weight room today, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So hey, you would know this then. You would know I, that. I, would, I mean, I'd lift weights, but they're so heavy. Yeah, well, well that's what we did today at the gym. Right. See, I, I did that, too. It was it was, uh, it was was back it was back and chest day for me. And I do core all the time and then cardio. But it was back and chest. You can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you did a leg day? I'm not big on leg days. Okay. I don't like leg days. I do leg days when I do shoulders. Okay. Okay. Because as you know, as a as an athlete, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people don't understand this, buys, tries, that's got to be a day. Yes. Okay. Uh, back, chest, that needs to be a day. Yes. Because what people don't understand, the way, if you really want to build muscle, push, pull, push, pull. Exactly. And you alternate. Push, pull, push, pull. Yeah. So like if I do a set of chest, I immediately do a set of back. And I go back and mm-hmm. forth. I don't do three sets of chest. Then three sets of back. Exactly. So we did leg day today. Everything started off well for me. Danny, I was looking good, man. I was feeling good. You know, you talk to people and everything. We put one plate on, felt good on squats. Two plates, no problem. We hit the third plate. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to my body, but it felt like it went in shock. Yeah. And I was exhausted. Jello legs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, I don't know even how I'm here. (laughs) My body is gone. Here's the thing. I'm going to let everybody see the little man behind the curtain. Justin, I don't know if you know this, but here at the station, unlike you TV prima donnas, <laughs> right. we don't have a dressing room or a changing room. Mm-hmm. Okay, Why don't you tell Danny and the rest of our audience <laughs> what uh, what you decided to do today? Well, hey, man, you know, if you got to go and, you know, we don't have a shower here, right? So if you have to go and, you know, wash up and get ready for the show, hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. So I'm getting in there. I'm, hey, take off the clothes and everything. Got the gym bag or whatnot. And I'm, you know, down to the underwear. You know, wash it up a little bit. I walk in, he's naked. Well, besides his boxers. But you know what? It was the best sight he's seen all day. I don't think so. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I am. I cannot get that out of my mind. What's your body fat again? Uh, it's, it's 24. The last I saw I all of it. <laughs> Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Go get some tonight in Denver, Centennial, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Well, what a night last night for the Nuggets and the Avalanche. We will start with the Nuggets, and the next segment will go with the Avalanche, and then want to get into the conversation which team had a better win with that. Nuggets down by 16, third quarter against Golden State. And Jokic makes another unselfish play. Great pass to Monte Morris. Hits the game-winning three-pointer as the Nuggets were down by two. Mm -hmm. We're going to the All-Star break. How much stock are you putting into this win 
as the Nuggets have now won five of their last six. And you look at their schedule, rest of the way, 24 yeah. games. Listen, no games are cushy, but it's not like they're playing the teeth of their schedule. 14 out of the last 24 games are against teams below 500. That was not a big win. That was a huge win that the Nuggets have. By the way, the Nuggets haven't lost to Golden State this year, unless if there's some game that I missed. They haven't lost yet this year to Golden State. No, I'm not putting a lot of stock in I, that. I, I'm going to put a lot of stock, and this is why. All-star break. Mm-hmm. Guys, were, look, Aaron Gordon wasn't that guy in the first three quarters of this yeah. game. He was already in Cancun. Will Barton was, I don't know where Will Barton was. Remember we talked about him yesterday? Yeah. Inconsistent. There he was. There you go. Right Will there. Barton was out there. He's got his two points and got benched in the fourth quarter. But out of nowhere, get guys like Forbes stepping up. Jokic, obviously. Forbes has thing. been really good. Forbes, I mean, you, you know, there's certain guys where you talk about on this roster where you look next year and you say you have to find a way to sign him. Forbes is one of those guys you have Nug- to find a way. It seems like the Nuggets have that guy every year. Last year was Austin Rivers. Yes. Got to gotta bring him back. And props to him for guarding Steph Curry a lot last night. Mm-hmm. Great job. He did. Uh, the only reason why I say Forbes is different because Forbes could shoot. It was the biggest thing that Jokic right. needs. Guys who could shoot around him. D- just the game when he shot alone was one of the most ridiculous plays. Not because of Monte Morris's shot. Don't get me wrong. All net game winner. But Nikola Jokic went across the lane, threw a no-look pass to Monte Morris in his shooting pocket so that he could shoot it and make the shot with .1 seconds left on the clock. You almost sound surprised. He does that all the time. I know, but it's just it, to me, it just, it just amazes me where normally you say, okay, this guy is going to take a hook shot, even if he's double-teamed. He's going to shoot it no matter what we're going into overtime. For him to have the, the, just in his mind to know, oh, yeah, Monte Morris is wide open. Let me just throw him the ball real quick and see what happens. Well, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to make a comparison, but I remember, at least as the story goes, Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, NBA Finals, Game 6, said to Steve Kerr, be ready. Mm -hmm. And from what I remember, in the huddle, Jokic said to Monte Morris, be Be ready. ready. Mm -hmm. And he was ready. And good for him. With that, Jokic was dynamite in the opening 17 minutes of the yes, game. Yes, yes. I mean, he had a he had a game that guys would dream of playing 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. With that, there was an informal poll of media writers oh, for yeah. the MVP award. Jokic finished just behind Joel Embiid. Jokic and Embiid would have tied for first if Jokic wasn't left off five ballots. These guys had three choices. Mm-hmm. Okay, He was left off of five ballots. With that, what does it say about how Jokic is viewed by more than a few? It's what we talked about earlier. Rem- remember when Charles Barkley came out and said, Denver fans, you're so whiny? This is the reason why. Like, this is the exact reason why. It's respect. It's the respect factor. When you look at what Jokic is doing this year, and then you could go and say, oh, well, you know what, Joel Embiid, he's so much better. His team's so much better. Uh, the Sixers only have one more win than the Nuggets right now. Okay. And this is exactly it. Okay, let's have this conversation because we talked about it off air. Mm-hmm. For the rest of the season, who would you rather have, Jokic or Embiid? Jokic. Okay, now let's go through something. I'd take Embiid. Right. Go ahead, I would go take ahead. Embiid. Yes. yes. And I know I'm in the minority, and mm-hmm. you know, please don't wait for me in my car in the parking lot, 6021 South Syracuse Way in Denver. Excuse me, in Greenwood Village. Don't wait for me at my car. I'll explain why. As far as scoring per game, Scoring per game, they're pretty much equal, right? Right. Yeah. Rebounds, they're pretty much equal. Yeah. Right? Who's a better passer? Easily Jokic. No question about it. 
the offense does go through him. Yes. No question about it. Who's a better defensive player? See, okay, so overall defender, mm-hmm. eye test will tell you it's Embiid. But then the numbers mm-hmm. suggest that it's Jokic. Well, I'll tell you what you don't see in the numbers, mm-hmm. and you're a hoop guy. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere in the box score where you see affected a shot? No. Okay, just like just like right. just like for a football player, everybody looks at sacks, but nobody really wants to look at quarterback pressures, right, right, do right, they? Right, right, right. He alters shots. He is a rim protector. He makes you think twice about coming down the lane, that's right? right. There, there's no free passes down the lane. And if you want to go down the lane, that's fine, but he is going to alter your shot. At the end of the day, Jokic is unbelievable. I'm not going to argue that one bit. All I'm suggesting is this. I want the guy who's dynamite on both ends of the floor. I I want a Kawhi Leonard on my team, both ends of the floor. LeBron James, both ends of the floor. Kobe, both ends of the floor. I understand I'm talking about all-time great sure, players, sure, 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 sure. generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes an all-time player an all-time player, generally speaking. Are they great on both ends of the floor? And Embiid is. Mm-hmm. Jokic, on one end of the floor, on one end of the floor, he might be one of the greatest players to ever play this game. On one end right. of the floor. I call him a great playmaker. Right, it's not just can he score on offense. No, it's just oh, who who is open, and let me go and get him. Right, whoever is open, let me get him the ball in the best place where he's able to make a score. Okay, here's something else. I'll go in a different direction. Who would you rather have, LeBron or Michael Jordan? Oh my God! No, uh, no, no, LeBron's more yeah, of your generation. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, no, I I would say MJ because I remember growing up watching MJ. And why would you rather have MJ over? LeBron, because to tell me the reasons why you, what you don't like about LeBron, it's not more so what I don't like about LeBron. No, there's more, there's something you don't like. Well, well and, and you you don't know what it is yet until I tell you, and then you're gonna say, yeah, that's what I don't like about. Well, him. I know that Jordan had the killer instinct. He did. Okay. Yep. I also know that MJ played a lot of defense as well. There wasn't a lot of Olay defense. LeBron, a fantastic defender in right, 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 right. Not good, fantastic. So, yes, Danny never won a defensive player of the year. Okay. Michael Jordan did. Yeah, how how many times was uh, LeBron on the all-defensive team? Uh, I believe six. I think that's pretty good. It is. That means he's... And MJ was nine times. Okay. And how many times was LeBron a second-team all-defensive player? I love you looking up the stats. Um, it, I'm just seeing all defensive right now. I'd okay. have to dig a little deeper. I'm not suggesting that LeBron is a better defensive player than Michael Jordan. Okay. All I'm saying is... LeBron James was a great defensive player. Yep. But for the same reason you like Jokic is for the same reason you like Michael Jordan over LeBron James. Okay. You don't know it yet, but I'm going to tell you why. All right, let me know. Tell, tell me why. What's going on? What did you love about Jokic late in the game yesterday? Great passer. I mean, okay. playmaker. Just everything about it. Right. And LeBron would have made the same play, but he would have been criticized for it because right. he passes too much. Right. Michael would have taken the shot. And Jokic didn't take the shot. He's a better all-around player Yes, on one end of the floor. So for all the reasons that you love Nikola Jokic and that he was selfless and he found the open guy and Monte hit the shot, for all the reasons you love Jokic for that reason, mm-hmm. you like Michael Jordan over LeBron James. 
Okay. You got to think about that, don't you? I did have to think about that for a I little bit. I know you did. I know. Because that's what everybody says. Right. LeBron James can't be better than Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant had a killer instinct. He would never pass. That's not a good thing. That's not necessarily a compliment. You know what's funny? Because LeBron James has more points than Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. It's almost, do we put too much stock in that? Like, do we put too much stock in this quote, quote, killer instinct where LeBron James has several games, playoff games where he has hit the game winner? Yep. I mean, he's made the game-winning play. Game seven, going up against Golden State. Essentially, the game-winning block. Are we putting too much stock in that? Just, just in general. And just points? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying sure. because he has more points than both MJ and Kobe. Well, at the end of the day, well, he's played longer, yeah, too. Well, that, too. I mean, I think that certainly plays mm-hmm. a role. Mm-hmm. I want a guy with a great all-around game. I mean, what do we say all the time? Man, this guy put up a triple-double. Right. So here's, here's the one thing I would say about Jokic. And it's the one thing that teams do attack, and Phoenix did it a lot. I mean, game three, game four, they did it over and over and over again. They put Jokic in a situation where either he has to go and play drop coverage, where he has to drop back in the paint and cover the center, or he comes up and tries to stop the guard. So he gets stuck in those type of situations. Now, the one thing I will say is, I haven't watched a lot of Philadelphia 76ers basketball, but I do know one thing is that with Joel Embiid, that's not going to work. No. That's that's the only thing I would say about that. I, I only like Embiid better because he's a rock star defensively. And he scores a lot of points. And he gets a lot of rebounds. But for me... He's more of a traditional right. big man. Right. For, for me... It's not that I don't like Jokic. For I do. Me, I love if him. It's, yeah, if it's one, you know, one possession, you need somebody to make a play, you have the ball, give me Jokic. Well, yeah, because he's a playmaker. Yes. Now, he has made three game-winning blocks this year, Jokic has, but, yeah, no, he, but I, I see what you're talking about. When you talk about over a span of a game, not yeah, giving I'm not, up I'm not talking layups. about a snapshot with 10 that. seconds to go. Yeah. All right, coming up after the break, what a win for the Avalanche last night, beating the Vegas Golden Knights 2-zip. How much stock are you putting in this win? And how about Darcy Kemper again? Back-to-back shutouts. We'll talk about that next. Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back, Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason, watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Justin Adams TV at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. I talk about Mackenzie Law all the time on the air, always to the listeners and to the viewers on milehighsports.com. But Justin, I'm going to talk to you directly. Okay. Okay. All right. So probably about six months ago, I got together with Dan McKenzie. Uh, He's an estate plan attorney. And in my 50s, I did not have an estate plan and I did not have a living will. And I have two kids. Okay. Okay. And you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And because of that, it is so important to put together your estate plan because you never know what's going to happen. That's very true. And as I was going through the process, all I kept thinking to myself was, I just cannot wait to get this thing done. I don't want the courts deciding mm-hmm. 
what's going to happen with any type of finances I have. And I sure as heck don't want a doctor deciding to leave the plug in with my living will when I know if I'm in a vegetative state, I want that thing pulled. Right. So if you want to make your own decisions, protect your family, I highly recommend you go with my friend Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. Go to the McKenzieFirm.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. Great game for the Nuggets last night. An outstanding game as well for the Colorado Avalanche. The Vegas Golden Knights have been the boogeyman to the uh, to, to the Avalanche, at least over the last you know season and a half, whatever you want to call it. Um Going into third period, no score. Mm-hmm. Who scores? The guy who should score. Your captain. Mm-hmm. And then Rantanen adds another one to make it two zip. How much stock are you putting in this win? Uh, just as high as, uh, actually, I put that higher than Nuggets. I mean, I know this is our third segment that we'll have where we talk about which was more important. Kind Great. Of, let, way to let everybody know, see the little man behind the, the curtain. Good I job. know, I know. But Start just, calling you Mace. You just give away all the segments <laughs> moving forward. Well, just to see how... How important this game was for the Avalanche. So let's call it what it is. It's back-to-back nights. It's on the second night of a back-to-back. You lost at home to Dallas. You didn't play bad. You just lost 4-1 to one because Dallas just had a really good goaltender that night. But to go on the road, to go up against Vegas, who a team that, again, you haven't beaten since game two. And they were the pumped, and they were pumped yes, with they Jack were. Eichel in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And to be able to score in the third period, about what, 41 seconds to the third period, to be able to get that goal by Gabriel Landeskog, as you say, retinning. He had another goal as well. And just to see Darcy Kemper, that's the biggest thing that I took away from this. Darcy Kemper stopping 29 shots. The way that he played last night, that's the most encouraging thing to me. Okay, Kemper's given up five goals in his last five games, Mm -hmm. including back-to-back shutouts. So, can you say right now, you feel confident about Kemper going into the playoffs? Yes? Question mark? I'm going to go no, because I haven't seen it yet. How you're playing today is irrelevant to how you're playing in April when the playoffs Mm -hmm. start. If you're going to ride a hot goalie, then then the goalie needs to be hot in that time frame, not in this time frame. Right, he needs to be hot in April. It's not to suggest I don't believe Kemper can be really good in the playoffs. All I'm saying is it was a terrific win for the Avs. It was an important win for the Avs. They punched the boogeyman in the face in the third period, which is fantastic. But it's a different, even though it was a playoff atmosphere yesterday. Yeah. It's not the type of pressure where there's an elimination game. It's not only that, but it's, it's a team that knows you who you are, right? They scout you out for a series. Like that's that's what they're going to do. They know where to shoot the puck. Hey, aim here because he's weak. His glove hand is weak, or he's weak on the stick side. Like those are the things that teams will do. So to see that again for me is just encouraging to see Kemper be able to get a shutout. Right. But how will he be when seven game series, second round, game five, game six, and you need to maybe go to a game seven? You need to get a win. That's right. what I'm looking for. And right. are you confident that Kemper can be that guy? He hasn't showed it consistently yet, right? But he and Francois have been terrific this season. Yeah, but 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 it's it's not about look. There's a difference between being terrific and being what Patrick Waugh was, right? Well, hold on. No, 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 the, no, no. The, the only guy you can compare to Patrick I, Waugh 
is the guy who's better than Martin Patrick Roy. You got it. Right. But you need somebody close, right? No. You, no, because there are plenty of goalies that have gotten hot at the right time who are not going into the Hall of Fame. Now, if you told me you take Andre uh, Andre Vasilevsky mm-hmm. from Tampa and put him on this team, but, uh, I, 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 I don't care if I'm betting a hundred to win ten bucks. Mm-hmm. I am betting on the Avalanche to win. That guy is a proven Hall of Famer in clutch situations. Right. So that's that's just the only thing when you look at the Avs then, because you know they could score. Scoring is not going to be a problem. They're, they're going to win games in the postseason just based off their scoring alone. They're going uh, to outscore teams. Um, I, against a team like Vegas, once they get stoned back and they grind you out, uh, John Michael Lyles said to me, and he's, he's so right about it, you get to the playoffs with your top two lines. You win playoff games you, with your bottom. third and fourth yep. line. Yep. Those guys got to chip in here or there because you know what? It's gonna, Especially when you're playing on somebody else's home ice. Mm-hmm. They have the opportunity to have the second line change, and they're going to put the pairings out there that they like. And the, and you can't expect Nathan McKinnon to do what he did in the opening round. What was it against St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Right? They blew by the Blues. Is Nolan here today? Nolan. They blew by the Blues, didn't they? There, there he is, Mister <laughs> St. Louis. I mean, the series wasn't even close. Right. But what happened to McKinnon against Vegas? He got shut down. Yeah. He, essentially, he, he had one goal essentially in game one, right? right? Game one, everything looked great. And then for the rest of the series, he wasn't that guy. But it, it comes back to this too, where you talk about your depth. We know the Avalanche are a really good offensive team. That's not an issue. And they can score on the blue line. But where you lost Nazem Kadri, you didn't have that second line center that could help you out with scoring. I agree. And so that's the thing that needs to happen with the Avs. Not only that, but also when you look defensively, you got to be able to go and grind out some games as well. Right. Which is again why it was so important to win this one. Two to nothing. Do the Avs need to make one more move? Do they need to make one, or should they make one? They don't need to make one, but they should make one. I always love the. I always love stacking the deck. So if you can stack the deck, and there's somebody out there that you can get, get it done. Go get Claude Giroux. Go get Joe Pavelski. Go get a veteran. Get somebody who's been a captain. I, I think that Landeskog is just fine as a captain. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Giroux. He plays center. So if for some reason uh, Kadri goes out, you got a guy who can fill exactly. in. Get another veteran presence. Exactly. We just watched the Rams go all in, and I can't imagine it's going to cost Joe Sackick, a premium player in a first-round pick, to get Giroux. And you know what? Even if you give up a first-round pick, Again, we're talking about like how the Rams did it, right? It's not like they're giving up three first round picks for maybe an Aaron Rodgers and, he, and who's, or who's, Matthew Stafford. And who's also the owner of the Avalanche? Good point. Same ownership. So you're talking about, hey, if there's a way that they're going to do some things, you have an ownership that well, has. I'm just saying. I got news for you. I, I get it. If you could stack the deck, though. You give up that pick to be able to Stan do Stan is all in on the Rams. He likes being the owner of Arsenal and the Nuggets. He's more of a basketball fan, to be honest with you, specifically Josh, because yeah, he played at Mizzou. Mm-hmm. And he likes the Avs. I mean, they're all involved, mm-hmm. but not like the Rams. But I'm sure that Kroenke would green light something like this, mm-hmm. especially when it's not for, you know, they'd have to take on some cash. I certainly understand that. But when it comes to ego, man, how great would it be to have Two world championships in the same year. And all you need to do is, what, give up a first-round pick? Do it. 
I agree. Not a problem with me. With that, which team had the most impressive win last night? The Avs or the Nuggets? Which team needed the win more? And which team has the best player? Is it Jokic or Makar? Take your pick. Or McKinnon? That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman, at Justin Adams TV. Mace. He is on vacation for the rest of the week. Justin will be in like he has been pretty much all week and tomorrow as well. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Colorado Off-Road in Littleton. If you need major accessory brands or something off-market for your truck, car, Jeep, or SUV, they've got it. Upfit today at Colorado Off-Road or go to cooffroad.com. I have one question in two parts. We will start with this. Which team had the most impressive win last night, the Avalanche or the Nuggets? Avalanche, uh, based off of just the history with the Golden Knights, to have it won against them since game two of uh, the second round last year. And to be honest, the first time that they played, the Golden Knights were up two to nothing on them quickly. So just to see, just to resolve from the Avalanche, how they were able to go and pull out that win on the second night of a back-to-back was the most most impressive win to me. Okay. Uh, that would have been my exact answer for the second question. Okay. But for the first question, who had the most impressive win last night? It was the Nuggets. By far, actually. Because Vegas is a good team. Mm-hmm. They're not they're they're a very good team, but they're not as good as the Avalanche. Not the second best team as like the Warriors are second best team in the West. Correct. Okay. And they won on the road. Mm-hmm. And they won on a last-second shot. And they were down by 16. And they came back. That, to me, was more impressive. Which team needed it more? By far and away, the Avalanche, for every reason that you just gave. Okay. No, I mean, I don't disagree with the second point of which team needed it more. But to me, just to see... Look, and I get it. What what the Nuggets did was ridiculous. I, and to be honest, when I flipped up the app this morning, I was shocked. Let me ask you. Would you call last night's Avs win ridiculous? No. That's why it wasn't as impressive. Okay. I can see where you're going. I can see where you're going with that I'll one. listen to what you said. Nah, I can see. I can see where you're going with that one. Right? So, I don't think anybody thought the Nuggets were going to go in there and win. I think there were more than a few people felt the Avs would go there and win. I wasn't too sure. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't, you know, bet on it like, right. you know, habitual gambler Danny here. <laughs> Did you bet on the game last night? I did not bet on either of the games yeah. last Come night, on. but I felt more confident in the Avalanche by far. Right. I was just hoping the Nuggets would keep it close. Right. And listen, the Avs are playing great, mm-hmm. and Eckel just got back into yeah, the yeah. lineup. But for everything that you just said, looking at what happened earlier in the season, you know, getting swept in four games after going up mm-hmm. two zip, mm-hmm. they needed this as a mental hurdle. We cannot every year. 
there is a really good team where the other team has their number. Right. And you can make the case that's the thing with the Avalanche in Vegas. But I'm going to emphasize this. Mark Stone was not in the lineup. Mm-hmm. If I have a hockey team, I would rather have Mark Stone on the ice than Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon's a far better player. Mm-hmm. Far better. But Stone is the captain of that team. He scores, he grinds, he hits, he sets the tempo for mm-hmm. them. In, in a series. Be, yes. In a series. Listen, Kale McCarr can skate like McKinnon. They have secondary help. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the uh, the Avalanche right, dude, right, 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 right. with speed and scoring. There's only one Mark Stone on that team, and he's the guy who sets, he sets the tempo for them. I would rather have McKinnon on my team, but in a playoff series, I'd probably rather have Stone. It's kind of what you wish Gabriel Landeskog would be, right? In that sense, where he could be kind of the Mark Stone-ish type of player. Well, Landeskog shows toughness. He'll stick up for his teammates, but Stone's not a guy you want to mess with. He doesn't really drop his gloves. But but as a grinding team that can score four lines, at least that's what they were last year, they play like they play like their captain. But it's interesting because you make that point about Mark Stone with the Golden Knights. You could make the same point about Draymond Green not not playing with the Warriors last night, right? Sure. Draymond Green, he's the guy who sets the tone for the team. He is the heartbeat of that team with the Warriors, right? Sure. And not only that, but he puts the defense in place as yeah, well, right? So when you don't have your heartbeat, mm-hmm. when you don't have the guy who's screaming and yelling all day, right? And you also don't have the guy who sets the defense. Yep. Then you don't have Monte Morris leaking out wide open for a game-winning three-point shot. Okay, that's that's fair. However, without having their leader, they still built a sixteen-point lead in the third for quarter. Sure. For sure. Okay. They still built a 13-point lead. And you're not going to win every game, and every night you have one of those. Mm-hmm. Whoops, we blew a big lead. With that, which team has the best player? Let's start with the Avs. Yes. Would you rather have McCarr or McKinnon? McKinnon. Okay, I'd rather have McCarr all day. Okay. Because he is a unicorn. Okay. I'm not saying there are lots of McKinnons out there, because he is a special, special player. But McCarr, being a blue liner mm-hmm. with what he can do, is Bobby Orr-ish. And you're talking about the quarterback of your power play with, with McCarr, right? Yep. The guy who handles the puck, the point man, able to take it, every, able to get the puck right where he needs to be, set up other guys as well. And, and from the blue line, he can shoot it himself. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. You can find five McKinnons in the NHL. Connor McDavid. Okay. Okay. Dreisaitl. Yes. Okay. There, there are other guys like McKinnon, mm-hmm. right? Right. How many guys are like Makar? Not too many. That defenseman, the defenseman, and I can't remember his name, the defenseman for Tampa, he's unbelievable. But he doesn't skate like Makar. To find a guy like Makar, I'm going to pick Makar, you can pick McKinnon. Who would you rather have, McKinnon or Jokic? Which team has the best player? Jokic. Jokic. Okay. Yeah, easily. when When I look at playmaker, it's Jokic. Now, don't get me wrong. McKinnon, Makar, those guys are special. They mm-hmm. are special. Right. But for somebody who is elevating his team, mm-hmm. literally single-handedly elevating his team, right. make a guy like Monte Morris, making other guys look competent out there, it is all about Jokic. I'm going to compare unicorn to unicorn because I don't look at McKinnon as a unicorn. Okay. I look at Makar as a unicorn. Mm-hmm. But until Makar wins an MVP, a heart trophy, mm-hmm. I'll go with Jokic. And Makar's not that far away, though. I think, I think you can argue... He is a top seven player in the NHL. Yes. 
That's not you, an argument. That's not an argument. That's, that's you, you, you can argue he's top five. I don't know if I'd go top three. But because of what he is able to do on the ice that so few who play on the blue line can do, that's what makes him so special. Well, and also what we forget, too, is that Jokic, he's in its seventh season. Kel McCarr is doing this in his third season. Right. So just imagine Kel McCarr with a couple of more years under his belt and how good he would be. At this point, Kel is not as good as Nikola Jokic. But he's, in, a but couple he, of, in, in his third year, he's better than Jokic. And, yeah, in his second year. For sure. In his second year, he was better than Jokic. Third year, better than Jokic. I mean, the projections of him, <laughs> there's a reason why Joe Sackick paid the money that he did to keep him. Right. And so you're going to see some great hockey from him. There are not a lot of guys in NHL history. There are more than a few. And I'm going to go really old school on here because I covered the Buffalo Sabres. The terminology is end-to-end. Mm-hmm. Bobby Orr could go end-to-end. Mm-hmm. Gilbert Perrault, Hall of Famer for the Buffalo Sabres. On the French Connection line, right, with Rene Robert, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he can go end to end. McCarr can go end to end. Of course, Gretzky could go end to end. But you're not going to see necessarily Mario Lemieux lumbering down the ice going end to end. Let me ask you a question though, with Kel McCarr, um, durability, right? We know McCarr has missed several games because of durability. Jokic missed what eight games this year yep. with, with a hand. Yep. Other than that, Jokic hasn't missed many games in his career. No. So if they're just one knock, right, it's just durability. Other than that, and it's not a huge issue for Kel McCarr, but other than that, I mean, it's ridiculous what Kel is doing. It is literally ridiculous what he does on the ice. But that is just my one thing is just can Kel McCarr continue to be out there every night on the ice? That's just that's the only thing. When you get into a series where there's a lot of hitting, where you have to be physical, where you have to take out guys like Mark Stone, as you talked about earlier, can he be on the ice and be effective for that? That's how, the only thing that I say. How many games did they play last year? Do you know, Danny? Nuggets? No, the the Avs. Shortened season. Uh, great question. Because he played in 44 right, games. Right. I'm pretty sure they played more than that. But in the season before, he only played in 57. Mm-hmm. And that was a full season. Oh, actually, that wasn't a full season either. No, that was the uh, right. That was the bubble. Right. Right. So. So let's look at his durability. So Avs Games last played. Year, yeah, Avs last year, 39-13 and four. 39-13 and four. So 49-52-56 games. So he missed twelve. Okay. That was last year. Right. Okay. And then what about the year before? So forty-two twenty and eight. 42, 20, and 8, 62, 70 games. 70 games. And he played in 57. By the way, can you tell I'm an auctioneer where I can add that fast? <laughs> you like getting that money. That's what you like to do. I do, but you have to be able to add fast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's missed a handful of games. He's not an overly big guy. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can make the case that is a concern. But when he's on the ice, he's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. But as you know, as an athlete, mm-hmm. uh, the, the greatest ability is availability. Right. Just don't get hurt during the playoffs. Just don't get hurt during the playoffs. No, no problem. Arrest is the body, but don't, do not get hurt in the playoffs, like you said. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? We will talk about a couple guys who have had some availability problems of their own on the hardwood, and also some more hockey talk from Beijing and the 2022 Winter Olympics. Team USA news on the other side right here on Afternoon Drive with Adams and Goodman on Mile High Sports.
Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Justin Adams TV at Eric Goodman. Of course, you know Justin from CBS4. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, and there's a good chance you did, because A, the games are hard to find, and B, they're on usually late at night over there in Beijing at the Winter Olympics. But they're, the Olympics are going on? They are currently no going idea. on. Yeah, same here. Uh, the hockey portion over for Team USA. The men's team bounced in the quarterfinals in a loss to Slovakia, where they went 0 for 5 in a shootout on Tuesday night. The USA women, however, did medal. A silver medal. Right. They went up against the powerhouse Canada, and they were unfortunately uh, defeated three to two last night. But this is the sixth meeting between the U.S. and our neighbors to the north since women's hockey was added to the Olympics in 1998. The Americans have won two gold medals in '98 and 2018. Canada, five gold medals. Four against the U.S. and one against Sweden. Would you say that uh, this women's hockey rivalry between the U.S. and Canada is a rivalry at this point? Yes. Yes, it's, it's a rivalry. I believe with the last Olympics, U.S. won. And so with that being said, once you take, once you take something away from another team when they feel like it's theirs, it's a rivalry for sure. All that matters to me is when the pros play. And I had the very good fortune of covering the 1996 World Cup of Hockey. That was just north of Buffalo, New York. I was working in Buffalo. I walked in that locker room, and it was a who's who of future Hall of Famers. Uh, Brett Hall was unbelievable scoring. Mike Richter was in goal. Of course, he played for the New York Rangers, and the U.S. beat Canada. And that was great drama. Mm -hmm. That was great drama. Rumors that that uh, World Cup of Hockey will be coming back, I believe, in 2024, if they can make it happen. Please, make it happen. Right. And uh, the IOC would also like to get commitment from the NHL and Gary Bettman that NHL players will compete in the next Olympics. Can uh, USA hockey fans blame Gary Bettman for no medal in the USA hockey side of things, on the men's side? No, because your loyalty has to be to your team. You can't just cut out on your team. And at the end of the day, uh, the greatest moment in the history of U.S. sports, outside of Jesse Owens flipping the bird to Adolf Hitler mm-hmm. okay, in the Olympics, was the U.S. hockey team that beat the Soviet Union in 1980, something that you don't remember, 
but I remember really, really well as that was on tape delay. There was no social media, nothing. It aired at like 7 o'clock at night, and it was absolutely thrilling. So the greatest sporting event in U.S. history was a bunch of collegians. So no, I'm not blaming Gary Bettman. And uh, one other thing, too. Did we forget we're still in a pandemic? Did, did we forget that? Because that's the reason I forgot, why. I forgot it. Well, no, a lot of people forgot it. Right. Uh, but that's the reason why they weren't there. Because right. we have to remember, before the Olympics, the NHL went through hell, generally. I mean, literally, they went through that because so many teams had to go and delay games or they had to postpone games because of guys catching COVID. So, no, I don't blame them at all. They did wait till the last minute, too, to make the decision because they wanted to be a part of it. Right. And unfortunately, like you said, Justin, because we are in a pandemic, didn't work out. And a, and a lot of players in the NHL wanted to be on that team. A lot, specifically, a lot of U.S. players, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there were there were lots of them that did that did want to go, and they just you know were, were not able to go. Well, we get to look forward to uh, 2026. Then seems like it'll never get here, but I'm sure it'll be here before we know it. <laughs> right. Uh, just in case you miss it, the Washington Wizards taking on the Brooklyn Nets tonight, and then on TNT, the Philadelphia 76ers and Milwaukee Bucks will play. The Sixers and Nets had that blockbuster trade at the deadline sending Harden to Philly for Ben Simmons. There were some other players involved, but let's focus on those two big names right now. Neither Harden nor Simmons has debuted for his new team, but Harden has said that he should be ready coming out of the All-Star break, and Simmons is hoping to be playing in March as he will have a game against the Philadelphia 76ers in March, and he would like to be active for that one. Who has more pressure to perform, Simmons on his second team in the NBA or Harden? On his third team in two seasons. Uh, Simmons. Simmons is a guy who drove this trade. I know there's a lot of things out there about uh, James Harden and how much he didn't like playing with KD and all this other different things. At the end of the day, it's about Ben Simmons, who was the headliner in this trade because he didn't want to go on the court, actually refused to go on the court for the Philadelphia 76ers. Actually got to the point where he was in a practice with his cell phone, right? Was not committed, not ready to play for them. And yes, Mental issues, mental health issues. I'm not going to go, you know, talk about that in a negative way at all. But this is all about Ben Simmons and him being that all pro, all NBA player that we know he could be. Can I go back to something? How amazing that 96 World Cup was. I'm going to read you just highlights of the U.S. roster Mm -hmm. and then the roster for Team Canada. Okay. And they played for the final. This is Team USA. Tony Amante, Chris Chelios. Billy Guerin, Darian Hatcher, Kevin Hatcher, Brett Hull, Pat LaFontaine, John LeClaire, Brian Leach, Mike Madano, Keith Kachuk, Doug Waite. That was the American roster. And while that sounds impressive, wait do you hear Team Canada's roster. Rob Blake, Rob Brindamore, Martin Brodeur, Paul Coffey, Theo Fleury, Adam Foote, Wayne Gretzky, Claude Lemieux, Eric Lindros, Mark Messier, Scott Niedermeyer, Keith Primo, Joe Sackick, Brendan Shanahan, Steve Eiserman. How did they lose? Is that a roster or what <laughs> for Team Canada? Listen, Keith Kachuk was a bull as a power forward. So was John LeClaire. But are you kidding me with this Team Canada how roster? How did they lose? Honestly, you, you covered it. I did. How, how did they lose? I, don't, I honestly don't remember the game. But, I mean, you're... Your captain was Gretzky. Your two assistant captains were Lindros and Messier. 
You had Martin Brodeur in goal. Rob Blake, Mr. Hip Check. I mean, you had it all. Steve Eiserman was an assistant captain. Joe Sackick, most goals in overtime oh, yeah. history. And, and Joe Sackick, by the way, was not a captain or an assistant captain on that team. But he was fantastic. Is that nuts? <laughs> the, and the U.S. team, like I said, right. was very, very good. And Chris Chelios, back in the day, was one of the best defensemen in hockey. And then you look at the Hatcher guys, Deering and Kevin. They were great on the blue line. Brett Hall, one of the best snipers of all time. One of the best power forwards of all time. John LeClaire, who played with Lindros in Philadelphia mm-hmm. in that Legion of Doom line. Right? Keith Kachuk was unbelievable. But that Canadian roster is a who's who, and so is this U.S. roster, too, a who's who of Hall of Famers. Now I'm still just trying to figure out. Remember when I said you, I walked in that locker room, my jaw dropped? Yeah. It's like, who do I want to talk to now? Because everybody was a star. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. Mandy got herself a stackable washer and dryer, and this is the experience she had, okay? So they delivered it on her driveway. They took it out of the box, Mm -hmm. and there was a small dent in it. Now, I think there are a lot of appliance stores that would kind of sneak it in the house and just kind of walk away. Sure. They saw the dent. They said, we cannot deliver this to you. We cannot deliver it to you. We are going to take it back, and we're going to put you in touch with our sales team. And that's exactly what they did. And they gave her a deal, and she couldn't have been any happier because the integrity of Mountain High Appliance is so unbelievable. A lot of guys would have just delivered it. Mm -hmm. That's not the way they work at Mountain High Appliance. That's where you need to get your next appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, NFL.com did its final quarterback rankings for this past season. The AFC West loaded in the top 10. NFC West loaded in the top 10. So with that, why would Aaron Rodgers not want to play in the AFC West, knowing Matthew Stafford walked into a loaded division and won a Super Bowl. That's next. 